Hello and welcome to a new podcast in the universe of the DumpsterCast. This episode is a simple one. Let's discuss with DumpsterCast, where we talk about things happening in the world and as the title says, discuss the issues at hand. Every week, t- topics will be presented in the following sections. What's going on in my state, California, nationwide issues in the United States, international affairs and what, 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 whatever, and lastly, sports and entertainment news. So it's all over the place. Obviously, this could be seen as more professional formatted podcast in contrast to the shit show that is the main podcast in the dumpster cast. Although I may sound like I forewarning, although I may sound like I know what I'm saying, I do not claim to be an expert, therefore expert, therefore everything I say should be taken should not be taken as fact, as I could be saying something with full knowledge of the issue, with the no full knowledge of the issue. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, this week, this first episode, we'll be talking about in local news the recent scandal that broke out about an entire school in its history over the last 30 years. In the U.S. news, I'll talk about gun rights and the former NRA president who was forced to talk in front of a in quotes crowd. In world news, obviously coronavirus and the new variants and restrictions that have been lifted. In sports and entertainment, I'll be discussing the upcoming Austria Grand Prix for Formula One for Red Bull at the Red Bull Ring and NBA news. So sit back, relax, and let's get this dumpster fire extinguished for a bit. Let's go. Hello, DumpsterCast listeners. I am based Mina, or in this podcast, I'll go by my real name. I'll go by Martin. No? Martin. Martin. I don't like the way Martin is. Sounds like... I'm not really... I'm, I'm not Hispanic, but I grew up in a very Hispanic community, but they call me Martin, so it's whatever. But my last... But my last name is very Filipino, so it doesn't really fit. I don't I don't know why I brought that up. Oh uh, yeah, let's get this episode on a roll, shall we? First order of business. So this last week, um, I believe June sixteenth, there was a very big scandal that dropped. It's um of a very prestigious school in California or a very prestigious uh boarding school I would say in uh in Southern California here in the Los Angeles area. Um this comes out from the ABC News national wide. This is how big this news got really. Like it got KTLA, sure they covered it, but that's obviously Los Angeles like Los Angeles based news. But um this got all the way down to like this all went all the way up to the New York Times. Like you know something's fucked up when like the New York Times does a news article about a high school so i'll just read this off this is from the abc news obviously all the link all the articles i'm reading off right now will be down in the description for the spotify and the youtube versions of this of this podcast so off abc news elite california school discloses alleged sexual misconduct uh subtext an elite private high school in Southern California has disclosed allegations of sexual misconduct involving students, faculty, and staff that extend back for decades and were improperly handled. Um, I'm gonna go scroll down a bit here. Um, I won't. I won't say the name of the school to uh, you know bring out a negative light to the school, but I'll just say I'll say the the blank school. Uh, the school on Wednesday released a 90-page report by a law firm hired late, last August to investigate allegations made in an alumni social media campaign, the Los Angeles Times reported. 
The report details episodes of alleged rape, groping, unwanted touching, and inappropriate comments going back 40 years, the Times said. It specifies six alleged perpetrators and describes alleged efforts by former administrators to cover up the complaints and blame victims. The inquiry by the law firm of Munger, Tolls, and Olson included interviews with more than 120 former students, parents, and current and former faculty and staff. Now, the article goes on of like what the schools thought about it and whatever. Now, this school, I went to school very, I went to high school like 30 minutes away from this school. And I had like, when I was in high school, I played basketball against this school. The way they handled shit, like I was only there for like what, two hours a day, like two hours in like one day. Obviously it's like a really small, like, like sample size of what's going on. But like, I, I thought someone was kind of like up. Cause like there were teachers there that would always, like, obviously, teachers have to talk to students, but, like, I, I saw one student, like, he was talking to, like, an older gentleman, looked like a staff member. This was at, like, a high school basketball game at, like, 7 p.m. Bro, this guy, this teacher was touching this female student, like, in an odd way. Like, I thought something was up. And I was talking to some friends about it, like, over text. Like, they were saying, like, I thought, cause I I went to a private school. I, they thought they are. They thought our tuition was like expensive, expensive. This school is at the level of like a UC, like a UC school or a CSU school. For those who don't know, UC is University of California, so state schools like UC Irvine, UCLA, and like Cal States, like Cal State, like Cal State uh, Northridge. That's that's the only one that come up, up comes to mind. This school, high school, sixty four point seven k a year, a year, with two hundred and fifty students. Think about that. If with the tuition that big and a, such a small student body, are you like something? Something's gonna happen right there. Like corruption's gonna go down. Like the higher ups of this school are going to take advantage of these students who just want an education of these privileged students like these i don't think even privilege i think privilege is an understatement because like you have to, i what i've heard is that in order like a requirement to get into this school is you have to own a fucking horse and like Every day, that's a class. It's like a question. Like you have to take an equestrian class. I don't think I've ever heard of something so bougie in my life for a high school. Like Beverly Hills, but in the in the hippie part of Southern California with horses. That's what this school is. Why I like it's. It's fucked. Like, 40 years. And the, the school is trying to cover it up. Who the fuck... Who the fuck covers... Who covers that up? That's the shit. That's fucked. And here... I'm reading this. I'm, I'm, re I'm reading this right now. It says... 
The Board of Trustees acknowledged a profound impact on students because of the failure to exert proper oversight. Yeah, no shit. You're, yeah, no shit. Your your student body. Your the parents, that, the put trust into you, to keep your kids safe. Ha, have been for forty fucking years. Have been subjected to this misconduct. Like really, come on. Like truly, forty years of this and them trying to cover it up. My opinion. My opinion, like, they have to, like, they have to stop this school, like, suspend them from like teaching. Really, that's my opinion. Here, most serious allegation described in the report came from the 1980s. Sure, still, alumna who accused a teacher of repeatedly, repeatedly raping her, started when she was 16. 16. That's like sophomore, junior, second, third year. What the fuck? You must be on some fuck shit up. But what the fuck is that? I don't understand. High schools, like in general, they don't they don't care about a student's psychological health. Like they'll say that they care for their students' psychology, like psychological health. But do they do they really? Like. I know other high school. I know I know some high schools that like they'll have counselors, but they're never available. They'll like, oh, I have open office hours here if you want to talk about your mental health. They then a student goes at their time. Oh, I stepped out of the office. What the fuck, dude? What what, what? school high schools? Come on, come on. You're you you want you. The point of a high school is to grow a person. To become the responsible adult everyone wants to be. Come on, high schools. Come on. That's enough of the local news for California. Um, I'm a bit rusty here. It's the first episode. Give me a, give me some slack. It's going to take a while. Um, for national news. Um, f- the former... this I read this this morning. Um, this broke around Ju- the, uh, June 23rd. Um, I'm recording this on June 25th, so this would have been this this past Wednesday. Yeah. Um, the former NRA president tricked into... This is from the NBC News. Sorry. Um, former NRA president tricked into gun violence prevention, prevention video. The subtext. In, in videos called The Lost Class, two pro-gun public speakers addressed 3,044 empty chairs representing gun violence victims. Um, I will continue to read on. Let's see here. A gun violence prevention group has released video in which they trick famous pro-gun figures into addressing a sea of empty chairs, representing children and teenagers who were shot and killed before they could graduate from high school. Change the ref. Yes, a gun safety organization founded by Patricia and Manuel Oliver, whose son Joaquin was murdered in Parkland, Florida, school shooting. Released the videos Wednesday. And they have links to the videos going on right there. Oh. If you have... Give me one minute. Hang on, let me just uh, get my water real quick. Okay. I am very... I like to put this on the record. I am very against the guns in this country. 
And I understand that people are like, ooh, self-defense, people may uh, come onto my property and I might have to shoot them. There are non-lethal ways to, sh to hit people, like to defend yourself with. Something called police batons. There's something called pepper spray. Whoa, that's crazy, isn't it? Pepper spray, wow. Can't kill someone, but it'll ir irritate them. A gunshot wound, or a not even a fucking wound. You'll shoot a bullet. That bullet could end the fucking life. Like, I, I don't understand why people support guns in this. Like, okay, yeah, sure. It's the I don't I don't remember I don't remember what amendment it is. I'm a terrible American citizen. Things like the fucking Second Amendment. It's like, oh, you have the right to arms. But come on, dude. That decla declaration was made in the fucking 1770s when we were under attack by the british like what the fuck yeah we we have the right to protect to protect our our properties with guns in a time of war when we were when the british were like oh i'm gonna burn down this we're gonna i'm gonna burn down this bridge no you're not so 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 militias were allowed to shoot them that's what that second amendment is talking about. Doesn't mean, oh, oh, there's an Asian guy. Oh, Asian dude on my property? Oh, Bob, I'm gonna shoot the guy. No, that's not what that fucking means. You must have the wrong mindset to own a gun. Like, I understand, like, oh, it's probably. Like, there's a difference between having a gun and defending your property. You could defend your property. With alarm systems, non-lethal options, tasers, maybe, or just simply calling the cops. The people who support the NRA and the, like, pro-guns, you're right-wing, correct? You support the p cops. Support your cops by calling 911 if you feel endangered. Don't put... Don't bring it yourself to make a quick judgment and say, suspicious person on the street in front of my house. Bam, shoot them. Even though he did nothing wrong. 3,044 kids. 3,000. 3,000. Holy shit. This is just... This this is hard to watch, dude. Like, if you want to watch it, you probably have a strong stomach to watch it. That's a bunch of chairs, bro. Three thousand empty chairs. That's fucked. And they were able to get this guy, this guy, the dumbass, who is the president of the National Rifle Association. That's fucked, dude. You have the guts to watch. If you have the guts to watch that, good on you. I I full support anyone who wants to try and try and defund the NRA because that's a terrible, terrible so like a terrible organization. They just promote violence, and they back it up with oh it's our Second Amendment right. No, no, yeah it's a, yeah it's your Second Amendment right to own a gun, but it's not in your Second Amendment right to shoot someone with unreasonable doubt. What the fuck? You can't just... You can't just, like... You can't... Uh, I don't know. There's another article that I read. It was like... 
I guess it's like a positive. It's like three hundred thousand. Like three hundred thousand guns were, gun sales were stopped because of the background checks. That's a positive note, but that's still, that's still not enough, in my opinion. Like, you have to find a way to remove guns from this country, cause I know in New Zealand they got that shit right, or no, I don't know. I think it's either New Zealand or Australia. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that after the shooting in the mosque a few years ago. Prayers got to their fam- the families, by the way. I think it was at the shooting at the mosque that happened. New Zealand, the New Zealand government was on that shit. Like, they, they said, if you turn in your guns, we'll give you money. Simple as that. Simple. And guess what? There was a record turnout of people who came in. And sent in their guns for money. That's the only... Like... It's not that difficult... To just... Think in... To have to have the right mindset and think... Oh... This bullet... Could attach to a kid... And kill them when they're 10. And like this could kill a kid. You, you have to be in the wrong mindset... To think that that's not... What you're thinking. Come on. Because I know you're thinking that. Come on. Get your shit together. Come on. <sighs> Anyways. Out of national news. Let's get into international news. And obviously. We can't talk about international news. Without COVID virus 19. That's right. I'm calling it COVID virus. coronavid 19. I give it different names. The C word. Virus COVID whatever you want to call it um yeah so recently cal uh not california yeah california yeah yeah california june 15th it's been 10 days um uh governor newsom decides decided to basically kind of reopen california because i think they've reached the point where it's at the point of herd immunity well, they claim it's herd immunity, but really it isn't. Because, like, I'm trying to find the numbers. Let me, let me find it right now. Back, California vaccine um, numbers. So, it says here. Yeah, okay. So, um, California fully vaccinated. They have 48.6% of the population fully vaccinated. That's good, actually. Wow. <laughs> Um, in California, one dose is uh, 60% of the population. Wow. So the fully vaccinated number should be going up to at least 50% by the end of this month, probably, in my opinion. But um, that's, okay. that's a good number, actually. Um, yeah. Um, I actually don't know what to say about this, but like, there's a Delta Delta variant that's going on right now. Um, I'm going off of uh, the CNN right now, CNN.com. It says here, a new slightly changed version of the Delta coronavirus variant is spreading in a number of countries, including the UK, US, India, health officials say. About 200 cases have been spotted in 11 countries. Health experts are investigating whether Delta Plus, which is the name of the variant, may be more transmissible than other trains like the Alpha or Delta variants. 
but it's too early to say for sure what its effects may be. Um, and it goes on to scientific word shit, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I'm a science major. I don't want to get into it. It's a Friday. I don't want to really get into it. But, um, yeah, in my opinion, 200 cases in 11 countries where almost America, where, where vaccines are coming at a steady pace. I know most countries are doing better than others. I won't really get into vaccine news. That's a different story in its own. But I think the vaccine rollout has been going pretty decent. I think pretty steady pace. Been been has been a bit slow lately, but hey, vaccines are vaccines. You gotta look forward. Do good. No, if you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, go do go do your part. We all we all want to go to uh, our games and stuff. Yeah. As a K-pop stand, we and as K-pop stands, you know, I, I'm a K-pop stand. Yeah, sure, whatever. If you're, if you're listening to this on its own, I am a very big K-pop stand. My name is Based Mina from Mina from Twice. Come on, the the freaking thumbnail. It's Luna YY by Y. Like, yeah, we all want to see our K-pop biases. So yeah, get vaccinated. Let's get this over with. It's been two whole fucking years, almost. Uh, I just can't wait to go to school in person. I'm in college. I did my entire first year in in fucking in online, and they're like, "Oh, you're probably missing out the freshman stuff." I'm like, "Well, whatever, whatever, huh, whatever." All right, into some lighter news. Let's talk about sports, shall we? So, this weekend is the second week of a triple, of a triple header, a back-to-back-to-back for the Formula One racing community. So last week it was the French Grand Prix at uh, Saint Mark. No, fuck. What's the name of the track? I'm I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible F1 fan. I still need to get this shit working. Lamar. Paul Ricard. I'm sorry. Paul Ricard. Yeah, so these last three weeks, it's been jam-packed for F1. So they go to France last week at Paul Ricard. And then now they're in Austria for the Austria Grand Prix at the Red Bull Ring for two weeks straight. Um, So... As it stands, going into this race, for driver standings, Max Verstappen is first, Lewis Hamilton second for Mercedes, Sergio Perez for Red Bull, Lando Norris for McLaren, Valtteri Bottas for Mercedes, Charles Leclerc for Ferrari, Carlos Sainz for Ferrari, Pierre Gasly for Alfatari, Daniel Ricciardo for McLaren, Sebastian Vettel for Aston Martin, Fernando Alonso for Alpine, Esteban Ocon for Alpine, Lance Stroll is for Aston Martin, Yuki Tsunoda for AlphaTauri, Kimi Raikkonen for Alfa Romeo, Antonio Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo, and then the bottom one are George Rushville, Mick Schumacher, Nikita Mazepin, and Nicholas Latifi for Williams and Haas. Going into this race for Red Bull right now, it's looking pretty solid. If I do say so, because if you look at the constructor standings, Red Bull and Mercedes are 
the margin has widened a bit much from last race because in the French Grand Prix, Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen worked as a team. The manager, um, Christian, I forgot his last name. He's doing a good job over there at Red Bull. Like, he he knows when to pit them. He knows if they they take a gamble, pit early. No, we're gonna we're gonna pit them at separate times. We're gonna take the undercut. That's good. Like, and what's it called? There was a one part. I think it went it went a bit viral. Um, there was a clip of uh, Max Verstappen uh pitting early. Earlier than uh, Sergio Perez. And Sergio Perez got ahead of him for a bit. And so... Um, what happened is that... They call they give a call to uh, Max... Or not Max. Sergio. Sergio Perez to... Um, to get out of the way of Max. Because Max is on the newer tower, tires. And obviously he's on he's on the faster lap. And he's... And so... And Sergio Perez just says... Okay, sure. Boom. Moves to the side. And he lets him go. And what happens? They get P1 and P3. And that just widens their gap to 37 over Mercedes. If they could win here in Austria, in my opinion, and they keep going, bro, it's going to be a great season for Red Bull. And I'm a Red Bull fan, so I'm a bit biased to that. Um, Yeah, Mercedes, though. These last few months, like these last few races, bro. At Monaco and Azerbaijan, whole like Monaco, Azerbaijan, France. They've been on a slump lately. Cause if you guys are if for any F one fans out there, Monaco was a debacle of a race. So, I'm just gonna summarize it real fast. Monaco, if you got people, if people don't know, cause I'm fairly new to it as well. It's like a very small street street circuit in the city of in the country of Monaco. Monaco is smaller than New York City. Wow, it's crazy. It's a country, whatever. Monte Carlo, people know that. The Monaco was a debacle for Mercedes because Ma- uh, Lewis Hamilton didn't get his shit together. I think he got he only got seven points that race, which means he would have gotten. Um, shit. What 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 place would that be? Second place, eighteen. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth. He he would have gotten no no seventh with fastest rate with fastest lap I believe yeah. So, and that's only one person. Now you're probably asking, where's Valtteri Bottas, his teammate? Well, that's where the debacle starts because. They're in a pit stop where they could have secured a lot of points. Valtteri Bottas's wheel wouldn't come off. The wheel nut just wouldn't budge. And so then he had to retire from the race. And it was all on Lewis Hamilton to gain up points. But he didn't. He only got seven. And um, who won that race? I think, yeah, uh, Max, Max won that race for Red Bull. Carlos Seitz got Ferrari win right there. Lando Norris got the race right there for p1 p2 p3 that's good i guess um azerbaijan they got nada zip nothing nothing they got nada so what happened in that race well well ladies and gentlemen 
you're probably saying, where, how did Sergio Perez got first place for Honda or not Honda Red Bull? Yeah, sure. Where's Where's Max? Max is in P1, P2, P3. He's all the way down in P. He got disqualified or he retired from the race because he uh he um he crashed on a straight. That's that's mad unfortunate, truly. But you know, it is what it is. Again, Mercedes, they're on a debacle of a few races. Um, this time, they went P12, P15, which is at the bottom of the barrel. Nicholas Latifi. Wait, no. Who did better than... Antonio Giovinazzi did better than Valtteri Bottas and, Ma and Lewis Hamilton. Come on. Nikita Mazepin, the fucking loser. He did better than Lewis Hamilton. What the fuck? And I'll, I'll give a summary of what happened. I don't know what happened to Valtteri Bottas because I was passed out at that point. Lewis Hamilton choked it. He went into the... Because it was a grid start because Max Verstappen crashed and it was, like a, it was a whole mess. They had to do a uh, grid start, meaning they have to start from the grid, start again, five red lights, and then off they go for the last lap. Going into turn one, Lewis Hamilton locks up. That was it for it. They just didn't go for it. Pierre Gasly of Alphatari and Sebastian Vettel for Aston Martin got the points for P1, P2. Sergio Perez got P1. That's great. You love to see Mercedes downfall. It's been great. Now at, um, what's it called? At this last race at... I can't fucking run. At France. I'll just say France. Lewis Hamilton got P2. Valtteri Bottas got P4. Sure. As I said earlier, Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez for Red Bull got P1, P3. Yeah! That's a lot of points. Still. P1, P3? And Mercedes get P2, P4? Like, ugh. Valtteri Bottas was in P3 for the longest time. But I don't understand what Mercedes is doing with him. Like, are they trying to get... Did, they, did, he, did he secretly say he's signing with another team and George Russell is going to take his spot? Like, I know Lewis Hamilton's their cash, like their cash cow right now. But like, come on, dude, make them work as a team. Like, there's no point in being a team if you're not gonna be in a team. Like, you gotta do it, man. Come on, Mercedes. I know I, I know I shit on you a lot, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to, help, I'm trying to get like. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, anyways. Off of F1 talk, what I just got into. NBA talk, ladies and gentlemen. This is the final segment. Um, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but my voice is gone. Because um, last night, I went to the game three for the Clippers over the Suns. That They won that game, 106-92. Um, George, George, Jorge, Paul Jorge, Paul George. Let me find out the box score right now. That's a that was a good game, honestly. Like, it was a great game. Oh wait, this is breaking news right now. Actually, oh wait, 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 wait. This is actually breaking news. I'll go back to the Clippers right now in a minute. Uh, this is breaking news right now, as of eleven fifteen. Uh, Jason Kidd agrees to become Dallas's new head coach. That's a that's a big it's a big signing for the Mavs right there, going from Nick Rick Carlisle. To uh, Jason Kidd, uh, yeah, uh, Jason, uh, Rick Carlisle, good on you getting a job with the Pacers. Hopefully, you get that 
organization back on top. Because I, I have my full respect for the Pacers, bro. What they're doing over there, they're doing great. Demontis Sabonis, good. He's a, he's a great player. Yeah. I don't know. Jason Kidd. Last time he was coach, um, didn't he play for the Nets? I don't know. He coached for the Nets, I think. That's like the whole, oh, he spilled his drink debacle thing to get a timeout. That's the only, that's like the last time, like last notable thing of Jason Kidd that I remember until he became an assistant coach for different teams. Things on the, he was a Lakers uh, assistant coach. And what happened there? Lost in the first round. Lol. But, yeah. You know, to replace Rick Carlisle, a legendary coach over there in, uh, in Dallas, it's going to be a difficult task over there because what are you going to do with Porzingis? Because you put all your money into Porzingis and Luka for that duo. You can't say Luka and Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a good player, but... You put your money. If you say, "Oh, who's the best players on the Mavs?" You go to Luca, Kristaps, Porzingis, and it seems like Rick Carlisle didn't know what to do with him. Kind of, because like sometimes he'll be in the post, and sometimes he'll be on the perimeter, and I'm like, "Uh huh." It's like it was kind of odd to see it, because like. Clipper, when the Clippers played the um, the Mavs, they moved around Kristaps all the time, and they they got carried by Luca. They got hard carried. Like no one else helped them. Just it was just the Luca show. Props to him. Go to. He's also carrying Slovenia right now in the FIBA in the in the uh, Olympic I think qualifiers right now. Um yeah, some um other news. Giannis's free throws are still garbage. No. Here we go. Um here from the media show. Mark Stein. I don't know if anyone Yeah, but Mark Stein, a good writer. Um he's moving on to a substack, so props on him. Yeah, uh, today, uh, happy birthday to Kembe Matumbo, Mr. Wagyo Finger. No, 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 not today. Um, he's turning 55 today. What, 55? He looks good for 55. Uh, yeah, he wore number 55, so props to him. Happy birthday to Kembe Matumbo. Um, let's see here. Trey Young. He's just Trey Young. Uh, I remember we were watching highlights at the at Staples Center of the of the night the previous night's Hawks game Hawks Bucks games. People were like, I was talking with people like we were waiting in line for it to get inside. They're all like, "Is Trey Young trying to be the villain? Because he's just too good to not be the villain." People are saying Luca's the villain, but Trey Young is trying too a bit too hard to be the villain. Like you know, like he's trying to be the hated person in the in the nba but i think he's only really hating the eastern conference because every team right now in the east is running is running big lineups they can't really keep up with trey young like you guys remember if you look at the highlights trey young the two big highlights were his 
off the backboard alley-oop to uh, John Collins. Great dunk. And then he did it on himself. He freaking shimmies. He does a curry freaking shimmy type beat. Because, like, he just broke, I think it was uh, Drew Holiday's ankles. And he just decides to sit there. James Harden. It looked very James Harden-esque. You know, he just did that weird shimmy against uh, Wesley Johnson with the Clippers a few years back. It looked, it kind of looked like that, but in a playoff game. Like, damn, you gotta have respect. Dude, respect to Trey Young, man. If the Clipper, if if the Hawks go to the, if the Hawks go to the NBA Finals, and my team, the Clippers, don't, my, I'll go for the Hawks, dude. What they got there great but then that goes now to my clippers come on we can't we can't not talk about the clippers because they had a hell of a performance last night so the clippers win 102 no 106 92 um paul george had 27 points 15 rebounds eight assists avika zubats 15 points 16 rebounds two blocks Reggie Jackson, 23 points, 3 assists. And those are the top scores for the Clippers. The Clippers held the their best players, Booker, Paul, and Aiton, to respectively 15, 15, 18. Camp, they were able to stop the campaign campaign. They were able to stop Booker. 5 for 21. Oh my word. How much is that? Masked people in the arena were so nervous for um masked for masked masked booker. It was insane. Okay, I just calculated it. Five for twenty-one is twenty-three point eight percent. We're rounded to twenty-four percent. People were saying, yo, Devin Booker, he's wearing a mask and he's wearing Kobe's. We're fucked. And then he goes five for twenty-one. Twenty-four percent. Hey. Kobe number twenty-four. I don't. If you're gonna wear Kobe's in a mask, dude, put some respect on Kobe, man. Put on a performance. You can't go out there and shoot 15 points, five for 21. Come on, man. Ah. Oh. <laughs> but we're not. Uh, we're not gonna. We're gonna keep going, bro. Uh, my favorite player on that team, on the Clippers team, Pat Bev, dude. He is a fucking bulldog. He went. Off on Devin Booker. He got him out of his comfort zone. He is Mr. Hyped. Motherfucking up. Every time he throws a defensive play at him. He's going to wag his finger at him. He's many Dikembe Mutombo. I'll say that. The fucker is a bulldog. bro. When I was there. The crowd was loving it. They were screaming. They were yelling. They were saying. Chris Paul you're a dick. Get the fuck out of Staples Center. It was great vibes, great, great screaming. I don't. It's been. It that was my first playoff game ever. It's off my bucket list now. And I tweeted out after the game, "Hell of a crowd today. Let's keep this going. Game four. Let's go. I'm not being there for game four. I only have the money for one game. But they said people were like, "Hell yeah, what a crowd. Let's fucking go." But I <laughs> get. And then I get tweets back, bro, what do you mean? It's like a JV basketball game. Shut the fuck up. Um, and like, they're like, I was, uh, there were some tweets. They were tweeting at me. Oh, they're, uh, it was a uh, fucking, uh, I was at the, I was at the Denver Nuggets game and it was louder than this game. 
And I was just like thinking, man, I'm not going to tweet back at them. I was like thinking, but who is in the Western Conference Finals? Who didn't get swept in four? Who has a star player who couldn't play at all? I mean, the clip, I mean. The Clippers do, but they were able to get it done in the second, the second round. And I was saying, and then I was thinking in my mind, who's the player, who's the team who has the MVP of the league and couldn't, and couldn't get it done? Nikola Jokic, the MVP of the league. Couldn't get it done. They, he gets fucking swept. And you can't say, oh, because he didn't get help. No. You, the, the NBA, said Nikola Jokic is the MVP because he is the best player this year. If you're the MVP, shouldn't you be carrying? Shouldn't you? Really? Shouldn't you? I don't know. That's in the past. Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about other than that. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for your watching. No, not really watching. Thank you for listening to this first episode of Let's Discuss with Dumpstercast. If you enjoyed it, like, comment, subscribe, follow on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, um, or Apple Podcasts, uh, whatever podcast platform you get this episode from. It'll all be on the Dumpstercast channel and on my personal channel, Base Mina, on YouTube. This will be on the Dumpster Cast podcast, um, uh, Spotify and whatever, like the platform. It'll be under that category. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. I will see you guys later. Adios. Have a good day.